So who would win in a battle, the Council of Reeds or the Council of Luthors? And he said it would be a stalemate. What a loser. Because we all know Reeds would win in a landslide. That's just my nerd cred going in there. Really? You being a Doctor Doom guy wouldn't think that Doctor Doom would win it all? Well, that you only have two choices. The Council of Reeds or a Council of Luthors. Oh, Luthors. Oh, okay. Not Doom. Oh, and as much as I'm a Doom guy, the only person who's got Doom's number is Reed. Right. Like, and the reason is, is because Doom might be just as smart as, as Reed. Yes. But his ego and his anger gets in the way. And there's your deal. Because, you know, Council of Luthors. Fuck Luthor. Luthor's too uneven these days, you know? I think uh, there's a good place to start the podcast, by the way. It is it? It is it? Good. It is, yeah, sure. You're not a Luther guy? Mr. No, Luthor? I am a Luther guy, but Luther is probably Superman's only good villain. And he's too undefined because he, and I'm not talking about like, well, Golden Age, he was this, and Silver Age, he was this, and the John Byrne era, he was this. But since the John Byrne era, it's just they kind of change him to fit whatever storyline they need him to fit into. He's a businessman, but then he's in the green armor just because. Yeah, just because. Because, like, that's a thing you remember, right? So let's Mm -hmm. do it. Right. And, you know, we're old people and we like old comic books, but Luther's probably like the least defined. Like, and this is and this is coming from someone who likes Luthor and I'm a Luther fan and most Luther Superman stories are really well done. You know, there's that one issue from the John Byrne Man of Steel thing where, like, they lay out the reasons why it's Clark Kent and Lex just, like, refuses to believe it. Because no one that. Why no would one, someone who has all these powers just be a lowly reporter? Right. He couldn't believe someone would do that. Like, because if right. he had that power, he'd be like kicking indoors and. Yeah. So, like, I, that part, like, when they do that part of Lex, it works. Mm-hmm. But when they try to, like, put all the other stuff in it, and it's not so much that they want to put the other stuff in Luthor, which is fine. You know, you, you want to make the character diverse or whatever. But it's they add these things onto Luthor for a story or a writer or whatever. And then when that story's done or that writer's gone, like that piece is just gone. No, I get you. He's uneven because, like you said, they keep changing him recently. Right. Um, but I, I, I get you. I've never been a, like a big Luthor fan um, because of everything that you said. But I am a fan of like the John Byrne businessman one slash like i don't get my hands dirty and that's why i'm never going to jail you know what i mean and that's one that's the one that sticks out with me the best all the other ones just seem um a little i don't know like you know but uh but talking about superman villains would you consider dark side one of his villains dark side is more of a dc universe villain right but everybody's but if you said that, like, like make the decision yes or no, I'll say yes begrudgingly that he's a Superman villain. But I think saying Darkseid is a Superman villain pigeonholes him because he's a much bigger threat. 
He's more of a DC universe threat. He's a Justice League threat. He's a new gods threat. And then if even if you want to boil things down further, even though the power like line doesn't fit, he's a Mr. Miracle villain. Right, right. He's a new gods kind of, you know, yeah. of the whole of all the good new gods. But uh cuz I'm just going over like lists of uh Superman villains. I'm mean, like and I'm with you. Superman doesn't have a deep bench, you know what I mean? No, but they've I don't... tried to make some equals to Superman, you know, like starting with Doomsday all the way up to like reviving General Zod where he has like the funky red armor and all that jazz. Right. But nothing like really sticks. I'm with you, but I wouldn't say uh, Lex is like the only one. I mean, there's a like, like, and they're not well known because I don't think Superman ever had, other than his animated series, had. Like, you know, the Batman stuff. Like, there was just tons of different versions of Batman that you could get all the villains out there. But, like, I just look at, like, all right, Zod is one of them just because Neil before Zod. That's in the in the, in the people's minds. But then you have Mr. Mixoplick and Mr. B- like, our Bizarro. And I think Bizarro, pretty much, like, because of what that is, that, like, when you, when you ca- call anything that's, like, the opposite version of your character, like your reverse flash, your Sinestro, like literally that's your bizarro character to the hero. You know what I mean? So, but I always like bizarro. Right. So, and okay. I'm not saying that I don't like, uh, um, bizarro. And I'm not saying that I don't like Mitzelpidelic, but they are more annoyances than true villains. Right. Okay. Because bizarro, like most, most bizarro stories and with Superman reasoning with Bizarro and then Bizarro attempting to do good, it's not like Bizarro is attempting to do these things to try to hurt or destroy Superman. It's typically him trying to be Superman and Superman trying to stop him because he's not good at being Superman. Right, right. And then, and then you have Hitlick is more of just like someone who tries to play tricks on Superman. Yeah. He just, he likes to, to, you know, screw with them, so. Yeah, he has no malice, per se, and, like, Superman's like, I'm sending you to jail or whatever, mm-hmm. I, and I think in the, a majority of the stories, like, at the end, when Superman finally defeats Mitzelpidelic, you know, and he defeats him by making him say his name backwards, it's like, <laughs> Superman always does it, like, with a wink and a smile, like, oh, I got you this time, pal. Like, except, we'll do it again 90 days or whatever, like, the gimmick is with Mitzelpidelic, right? Right, except for the Alan Moore story where he was like, well, you know, I change, I'm, I'm an immortal, I get bored, so I've been a goof for a hundred years or a thousand years, now I'm going to become a true terror, and that's when Superman kills him and he gets gold kryptonite and he, and he loses his powers. It's the only, I don't know. And that when uh, uh, Gilbert Godfrey was him on the animated series. Yes. <laughs> I think Gilbert was also Mitzelpidelic on the Superboy live action show. No, that I know who that was. And I can't think of the Superboy live action was an actor that if I showed you, you'd know because he always had like, uh, like frumpy roles. Uh, I, it'll take me a minute to find, but I think, uh, the only, the only Superman villain who, who has been, like not given his true potential is Brainiac and Krypton was kind of where we were getting that the sci-fi show Krypton. Yeah. Um, Okay. And he never, he never, like they kind of did it in the animated series. Um, but, uh, I think like live action, 
he he would be you know like like I said, there's potential there that they're just squandering as far as I'm concerned. Michael um, Michael Pollard was Mitzel Pitalik. Yes, he was one of the I believe he was in Scrooge. He was in yeah, he's one of those guys. Yeah, he's like one of those guys that like was probably in every Glenn A. Larson production in the eighties. <laughs> But yeah, so he wasn't uh, Gilbert Godfrey. But mm. yeah, so there you go. I think, like I said, just give me some. I honestly think the next Superman movie, they should just go straight to Brainiac. Unless it's the Zack Snyder black and white, you know, Justice League, then I don't know who you'd get. I saw that trailer pop up on my timeline mm-hmm. a bunch today. And as soon as I saw that the original tweet came from Zack Snyder, I said, I ain't watching that, you know? Yeah, you're waiting for it to come to HBO Max. Uh, are we watching it for the show? We're putting ourselves through that. I think you demanded just to torture me. You wanted to do it, mm-hmm. but I'm not sure. But then in that thinking, you're like, if I torture Todd, I'm also torturing myself. So I'm not sure what we're going to do. I, I mean, I'm going to be curious regardless, but... I don't so, know. Right. So I'm curious. And then like, so I don't watch the trailer, but then I see a bunch of people like laughing at the uh, redo of Hallelujah. Stephen Wolf. Oh, okay. Where he's like, so I saw somebody made the joke uh, that the Witchblade armor doesn't look sexy on a man. Oh, Yancey. Yancey Butler. <laughs> well, because it's like all the spikes and everything, you know? Oh, I get you. I just miss Yancey. Oh, Butler. shit. Is the I... new previews on? No, that's last month's previews. Okay. What are you talking about? I'm getting distracted by things, Todd. Oh, not you. You're usually laser focused. Well, we we do have a focus here on stuff. We have a follow-up on your wall. Um, No follow-up as of yet, other than the driver apologizing. I haven't been called by the water company like with anybody with any like who i'm supposed to contact Mm. but i didn't really go looking into it because through a series of events i was maybe kind of sort of waiting to find out if someone i was hanging out with tested positive for covid so that was on my mind oh good it's not someone i know is it uh, yes, it is. Um, so, uh, somebody oh. I, we both know, you know, I'm not going to throw anybody under the bus, um, was, and they'll probably listen to this, but they needed a jump start on their car and I was, ended up giving them a ride home, blah, blah, blah. Did that, like just hanging out with them, like, you know, helping them out. And then through a, a series of events, I guess their wife was with someone who tested positive a few days before I did all that. So they were like, oh, okay, we're going to like. Because that happened, we're going to get tested because she was with him, with that person. And then he's, you know, with living in the house with her. So he's like, we don't know. We don't think so. But you don't know. But I was with them, you know, hanging out. So I was like, all right, let me, like, I'm going to wait because if they met that person, you know, it took a while. So if he tests negative, then I'm not going to run out and get tested because there's no point. You know what I mean? Right. Because, but if he had tested positive, then then I was gone. So I was kind of like not quarantining myself, but also not like uh, 
like I would go to work because I'm the only one in the office or right. stuff like that. But I was just like, all right, I'm not going to go. I'm not going to be like calling people and like, oh, do we have to meet up or whatever? I want to get this out of the way before anything happens. Like, I want to know what the results are before I start, you know, doing legwork. Right. Because it's, uh, you know, like the whole country is red right now. Yes, it is. Yeah. I think we're going back into lockdown. Well, I'll say this. Um, I know some of the bigger cities have, not the entire states. Um, I think Ohio is supposed to be going down like the entire state sometime this week, possibly already as you're listening to this, depending on where you are. Um, I know like Chicago and Detroit, like your big major metropolitan cities. I don't see the whole state getting fully locked down like we've been in the past, but I do see them kind of tightening up the restrictions a bit. I do. I definitely see like Philly going down. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Like I was talking to somebody today and they were like, oh, like we've been hearing rumors like from people at the courthouse and stuff like that. So I'm like, I wouldn't put it past them. The only thing that keeps me doubting is because every time I hear any like, like uh, who's uh, not, I want to say Dr. Uh, Dr. Levine. I was going to say Dr. Fauci because that's the two doctors that are in my head other than Dr. Who. But uh, it was... Uh, that like when they talk, they give the numbers or whatever. It's like this many cases up, this many cases down, this many people recovered, but we have like 60%, you know, or like we have 60% open beds and stuff in hospitals. And yeah. to me, that's where the, like, that's your problem. Like when you, when you get close to capacity at hospitals, then you're like, oh, well, let's just put this person who's suffering from COVID in the closet because we have no place else to put them. You know what I mean? So as long as you have open beds, I see less of a lockdown, but in the bigger cities, that's a problem, you know? Yeah. I know there was like over the weekend, there was something like 64 new cases in mm Wilkes-Barre and they were like, people like freaking out, you know? Right, right. And I'm starting, like, we were, well, um, so you did not go get tests, but you're just being watchful, yes? Yes, because if, my thing was, if they were positive, they were the only people that I could have been with that might have been positive. Yep. So I don't think that's irresponsible of me, you know what I mean? No. Like, like I said, if they had tested positive, then I go get tested, you know? Right. So, you know, obviously, I, I've I've felt like shit my entire life. And I don't want to say my entire life, at least since 1995. Um, but, you know, like, I not felt like, like sick, but, like, you know, my sleep schedule is still getting screwy. And I'm attributing, like, my and my wife as well. But, like, turn of the clocks back a couple weeks ago, it getting darker, like, seemingly, like, way, way earlier than it used to be. And... I'm not a seasonal affected disorder sort of person, mm-hmm. but I could certainly feel as though this year kind of just it's the end of the year now. And it's been, you know, seven months that this has been going on for now, mm-hmm. nine months. And I think it's just starting to wear on people. And like today was like the first day in a while where I haven't felt run down, but I, I felt run down weeks and weeks ago and had no other symptoms, but I felt Run down since 1995, you know? <laughs> Don't even get me started how long I felt run down. But my question is to you, because you're working from home now. Yeah. When you were at the super secret science job, did you have windows wherever you were working? Yes. Like, oh. okay. So there was windows where sunlight could come in, mm-hmm. but they were like giant, like office building windows. Right. 
So it's not like you could open and close them. Right. But more what I meant was it, I think it would be different if like the seasonal, like affecting you is if you were at work and you get out at six Mm. and you didn't know every day where you were working, you didn't realize it was getting dark. Do you know what I mean? Yes. And now you're at home and you're like, oh, it's getting dark outside at 4.30 or 5 o'clock or whatever. Because, but I was just trying to check and see if like, you know, you would even notice the, the I, obviously you don't work Saturdays and Sundays, but you, you get what I'm trying to ask. Like it would well, affect you. you know, I, I do work Saturdays, but yes. Right. But I always thought it was usually till one or whatever. So it really didn't matter. But I don't know. I don't know your schedule as well as I used to. So Right. But I'm I'm really messed up by this year. This yeah. year I get messed up. I get more messed up when they do the clock forward. That always screws me up. But yeah. this year, because I've been stuck in the house and I haven't been talking to anybody and blah blah blah, it getting dark at like five o'clock has been making my world seem like I'm. It's it's getting dark at one in the afternoon, <laughs> and then like sitting home in the dark. You know, with the lights on in the house, obviously, I'm not that bad. But I don't know. It just seems being stuck in the house and winter coming and it getting early, dark, darker early, it's, it's, it, it is affecting me. And I do think people do have all around fatigue on it anyway. You know what I mean? Like they're just, they're just burnt out. Just, I just, I just think even that's kind of why there's like a lot of spikes in cases is because people just don't care. Anymore. Like they were like, we were good. So we're good now. You know what I mean? I never caught it, but I don't know. Like I just look people, more people without masks on more like it's more people just going out and doing whatever they want. People we know talking about like, Oh, you know, they're in the store and people are p- planning pandemic parties and you know what I mean? Like, right. Okay. I, I, so there was something that happened in my area. And when I say my area, like within like five to 10 minutes driving distance, it's some mm-hmm. like bar place, food place, Okay. Where on Sunday they had like a Polish festival. Right. And the intent was to have it outside. But in Wilkes-Barre, uh, in like the little bit higher elevations on Sunday, it was raining sideways. It was one of those days. Right. So they're just like, okay, I guess we'll just have everyone inside then. Okay. And then video of that, like Monday was all over the internet. The owner had to come in like, yeah, he wrote this big long apology on their Facebook page, and then he recorded a very heavily edited video. Oh boy! Uh, apology, and I'm just like, yeah, I'm okay. Never going to that place ever again. Like I hadn't been there in a while, but we've been there. Um, so this past weekend was supposed to be a friendsgiving deal, right? And it got canceled for a variety of reasons, unrelated to what's going on in the world. So the the people that we were supposed to be going over, their son is friends with Asa. So the little boy was over here on Sunday instead. And then this upcoming weekend, a friend of ours, they're throwing a surprise birthday party for their father. Mm-hmm. And they never sent us the invitation because the one person thought that they sent it. The other person thought that they sent it. So they never sent it. So they just called April today and... April was like, I don't know how I feel about going to this. I go, I'd prefer you not to go. I'm not going. You know what I mean? Right. Like, that's it. Uh, These are the folks that we had went to parties of theirs. I think, like, they had a graduation party, like, 
late June, and that mm-hmm. was the first time that we were around, like, people since all this happened. Right. And it was awkward, you know? It was a lot of, you know, and then we had, as things kind of loosened up over the summer, there was more times going up there. Mostly everything was outside, but, you know, this weekend ain't going to be outside, man, you know? No, it's not. Right. And so... And it, go ahead, sorry. And I was gonna, and then I got, I got, um... I got my at odds replacement to record this Saturday anyway. So that's neither here nor there. Wait a minute. What at odds replacement show? Why do you have to do a replacement? Because we can't record at our normal time next week because the importer exporter business is working our sweet Adam to the bone. Oh, okay. Uh, I think he had informed me that they have Thanksgiving off and he'll, don't worry. He'll correct me when I get this wrong. (laughs) Um, they have Thanksgiving off and it's not one of those things where like, oh, we're open at 3 PM on like how every year over the last like 10 years, it's like midnight sales. And then it was 10 o'clock sales. Then it was like, yeah, we're open at three on Thanksgiving. Right. 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 So they're not doing that this year, Todd. Oh no. But I think they open at 1201 on Friday. Oh, good. And I think he is working until midnight the night before Thanksgiving. Right. Oh, so no, he's like, that's... I'm going to be dead to the world anyway. So you figure out what you're going to do. And then the way it's going to work is like, whatever I'm doing, I'm recording next Saturday. But that brings up the discussion of Thanksgiving. But go ahead with what you were going to say regarding all the shit that I just said. Right. Well, that makes me wonder when we'll have another epic porch talk again. Mm hmm. Especially since he doesn't want to sit on my back porch anymore because it's getting cold. Now that he's a slender reed and gets cold easily, Joe. Well, I always say I always I always say that he either needs to put on more power, like to people who are cold. I go, you need to put need need to either put on more weight or have blood in your body. There you go. So I'm like outside, like a walrus, being okay. Um, but he, so I don't know. And now. Like, we did that one after dark where I went over to his house to watch some TV, like the olden times. And I was like, okay. But now that I'm thinking, like, like if he's going to be working and you're going to have all these yams who, like, whether or not they could be just draining snot out of every orifice are going to go because, you know, there's sales to be had, Joe. I don't know if I'll be sitting in a tiny room with uh, Detolfs on the floor with the, with the fancy gentleman. Well, I, and again, I, I know last week um, I had forgot to put Porch Talk up until we were recording After Dark. And I'm like, I blame this on Todd because he doesn't care about Porch Talk to remind me that it's up. Well, I figured, you know, the hotline from Adam who's in... Tr- See, I say this. I'm the talent i don't do the work i'm I'm behind the mic i'm i'm magic i'm pure magic your job is to get uh long box heroes and long box heroes after dark out and his job is to do whatever he's got to do to get porch talk to you to get it out i'm done when these mics turn off i go lay down and i go i recuperate these golden pipes joe because you don't want to lose that magic you know so don't be blaming me. No, I'm not blaming you. I'm just saying, you know, if only you cared as much about porch talk as everyone else does. Well, that is true. I don't care about much. So I'm, you know, apathy and indifference, baby. My sword and my shield. 
So uh, that's where I was getting to is I think this weekend uh, going up to my folks' house is when we're going to figure out what's going on for Thanksgiving. Ah, my family's kind of already sort of figured out Thanksgiving, so. Yeah? Yeah. Um, my father's having, obviously, Thanksgiving with his with his lovely wife, and I don't know who's going to be there, like, of her, uh, like, daughters and sons and stuff like that, but I usually have Thanksgiving up my brother's with a bunch of family, and this year they've just decided that one of the local restaurants, bar restaurants near us is doing for COVID is like doing turkey dinners, like for X amount of dollars, you get one turkey dinner, like, you know, with the fixings and everything. Sure. And he's just buying them for everybody who would have came to his house and he's going to drop them all off. We're not getting together because what had happened was he's, he's doing it and he's had like triple bypass surgery and he's had a lot of problems and he's like, I don't even, I don't, I, you know, I, I'm keeping it cool. He's like, he doesn't want, you know, to be around people while this is going on because he's, you know, one of those people with pre pre-existing conditions that can get a lot of, a lot of hurt from it. And he, it was like, oh, well, we'll have him. He's like, up my, the white, his, my sister-in-law was like, oh, well, we'll have you and your brother Todd come up. And he's like, okay, we can do that. Like Todd doesn't go out and hang out, you know, with people. He's like, all right, well, we'll, ha- and we'll have my mother up. Not my mother, but my, my sister-in-law's mother. And she, he's like, okay, we can have that. And, she, and then the mother-in-law, I guess, was like, if it, well, if it's, it's us, we'll, my son Verge always comes. He's a bachelor. He can come. And Larry's like, all right, I can see where this is going. Well, then if I invite my one son, we have to invite my other son. But then we have to invite his wife and the two kids, you know, who play with other people. And I'm like, Larry, if, they, like, if this is going to keep going like this, I know what's going to happen. You're going to have... 25 people up in that house and i said i'm not coming and he's like yeah he goes i I put the kibosh on it and i'm just buying these and i'm I'm gonna drop them off i said i'll give you the money i'm like i don't care i'll even help you and he's like yeah he actually figured it all out at what the prices of the individual meals are he's gonna make out cheaper than buying like the big turkey and all the food and no work he's like it's like this is the best he's this is gonna be the best year for me i'm tired he goes from the st- and again, I don't know your father, but from the stories that you've told of him, uh, that is strangely responsible. Um, the only problem in that is, um, I try to keep you know my cards play close to my vest, but not even him, not even him, is he his his uh, wife's daughter and her husband or soon to be husband is like a, like the Assembly of God people. And they've been hanging, like they've been going to that church. So they might be there. And I don't know, like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to throw them under the bus because I don't know if they're mask, you know, anti-maskers or deniers or whatever. But I know a lot of the assembly of God church people by my house don't care. Cause like literally on the news, like literally like went like a woman, like Newswatch 16 went to cover it. And she's like, I don't have to worry about COVID. I have the blood of Jesus in me. And I'm like, Oh boy. Like though, like that kind of like, and I'm fine. You do whatever you want, but like when it comes near me, you know what I mean. So I don't know how they are because I haven't really talked to them. But if they're going to that church, they're with these people. Do you know what I mean? Even if they're not. So I'm like, I'm hoping. I'm like a hand up. Like please, don't you know? So I don't know what's all going on. I, I you know, with that, I'm I'm staying completely away from that. Though, you know. Yeah. 
Christmas will be interesting because that's the one my father won't give up for right. the fish math. Just will not. He's like, we'll have to get together. And me and my brother are like, we're getting together. It's tight knit. You know what I mean? It's like tight knit. We have to. Ooh, the orders. The, ma- the, the order. The math is going to be way down this year. It is. I won't have to get that that twenty four piece. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I'll be getting a lot less. So yeah, but like I said, the Sundays we- is usually when, when we go up to my dad's. We were up there this past Saturday for his birthday. We got him the fudgy the whale. Oh, not a cookie puss. No. We're more of a fudgy the whale family. <laughs> and in March we're cookie o puss. Oh, all right, I get it. Um, so we'll figure out what's going on with Thanksgiving. Like, I don't even know. You know, it's just we're we're kind of falling back into a time of uncertainty, like we were back in like March, April, and May. You know, agree. I agree. Yeah, and we'll see because they're talking about rolling out the the first vaccines. You know, in December. So we'll see. Well, the vaccines. So, you know, obviously I I try to stay up on as much of the truthfulness of stuff like this as possible. Right. But from what I understand, the vaccines are going to the hospitals first for the people that are actually like sick and or recovering. Right. And or who have to take care of those people. Yeah. No, that's where they're going to first come December. And then projection is it's getting out to the rest of us by like April at the latest. Right. That's because I heard, I could be wrong on this, but it was something like they're expecting if everything goes right to have 20 million doses for those people, for the, the, you know, the, the, the first responders or whatever you want to call them, the doctors, nurses, then people, then like if whatever they have in there for people who have, who really need it, like the elderly, like you said, stuff like that. And then we'll see where it goes from there. But for sure. Last bit of business before we wrap up after dark. A bummer of an after dark, but we'll turn it around here, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> uh, voting is still open over on the Patreon page. And I know I've heard from a person. Hopefully it's not someone that we've already slightly mentioned. That you can't vote unless you're logged into Patreon. And I'm sorry. This is the only way that we could have like a consolidated base that stays in one place for the voting. Right. Um, you know, because obviously if we put it just on Twitter, then it's like, well, I got to log into Twitter. If we put it on the website, well, I got to go to the website. Go vote. It's on the Patreon. It's what we're going to be doing next year on the Patreon. Uh, for the movie slot replacing the uh, Mel Brooks movies. And uh, yeah, you know, make your voice heard, even if you're not a uh, Patreon subscriber. You know, I don't want to say that this is my sly way to get you over to our Patreon page, <laughs> that maybe you'll part with a dollar a month. But hey, you know, a dollar a month. You get two extra shows from me and Todd. It's the, best, it's the best deal in the wrestling, or the wrestling, Jesus oh. Christ, podcast oh. business. That's no right. wrestling movies. Uh, like I said, right now, the six never-before-seen movies is in the lead, but it's narrowing. I thought the... the Right, yes, that was that's what's in the lead. And I'll tell you, the whole sly thing to get people to go over to, uh, to the Patreon to vote, regular Lex Luthor move, Joe. Right. Regular quite, Lex Luthor move. Quite the opportunity, you would say. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, so I'm going to keep... Like I said, we're going to keep that open... 
uh for what did, what did i say if i'm looking at a calendar here, i think for like another like two weeks or something yeah i think you said uh till pearl harbor i think right just so that we can kind of talk about that when we do um the after dark that week right. and like i said maybe you're already you know make sure that you vote i didn't do the gazintas to see if like the number of patreons or the number of people that voted uh, we still have six people who haven't voted who are actually Patreon members. There you go. And I know a lot of people are behind on stuff, you know? Um, right. I have podcasts sitting on my MP3 player for like, uh, you know, like two or three weeks old. Do you know how backlogged I am with podcasts? I haven't listened to any. Oh, boy. <laughs> you know, you would think with all this... Um, quarantining and not being around people people would be listening to more and more podcasts mm-hmm. uh but I, I i find that m- more and more people are listening to less and less podcasts maybe that's a good thing maybe well, i don't know. know it's time to change it's new thing what's the new thing on the horizon i think the new thing is tiktok memes oh and uh like twitch streaming is that a thing Oh, I thought it was fleets on the the Twitters. You know, if you're an old man who does your Twitter off of a off of a desktop web browser, <laughs> right. you never see those fleets or whatever the hell they are. Oh, uh, if you're an old like you, Joe, that's right. All right, nothing much, nothing fleet about us, Joe. <laughs> All right, I think that's good enough of a spot to end this show. Thanks everyone for listening. Uh, this was after dark longbox heroes 314 you're listening and, to uh, yeah. soon to be see you next week network the lamborghini <laughs> of podcast network